Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 at San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Reinagle. I'm Jay Semenik. We didn't do that for Blue, did we? Apparently we did. <laughs> oh, we don't do anything. That's all James Parker. Right, right, right. It's also his ringtone. Bob Blue joins us on the Buyers Barricades at Guest Line. What was the feeling in Austin last night when the committee left UT at 7? Ah. Uh, uh, I expected it, so it was not a surprise at all to me. I tried to tweet that out before they even came out just to say, this is what's going to happen, so just be ready for it. Don't be mad about it. It is what it is. <laughs> I, I did. I mean, I talked to you all about this last week. The one thing I was wrong about, I thought the committee would give a little more credence to Texas blowing out Texas Tech when Oregon only beat them by eight, but apparently Bo Nix's completion percentage was just too much to overcome. <laughs> And the committee is on a path to, hey, Oregon beat Oregon State. I know Texas beat Alabama, but Oregon beat Oregon State. And when you have a resume like that, it's just hard to ignore. Well, Bob, ignore their, their uniforms are better looking. I mean, let's face the it. Uniforms are better? Oh, yes. If Texas would ever get new, if Texas would ever wear black or gray, then this wouldn't even be a debate. Or, or probably be number one in the country. Or highlighter color or whatever. I mean, something. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? It's just, it's, and the, and you know what's funny about it? Like when we, you, I get into these conversations with people on Twitter. There's nothing about me that's saying Oregon is bad. Oregon might be better than Texas, but the fact that we're not even debating it, like it's not even like it's the committee, like isn't even having the conversation about it. They're just like, yeah, Bo Nix's completion percentage. They've blown out California and Arizona State, and some really bad teams, and like it just it's baffling to me that they're not. This isn't more of a conversation. And everybody's like, well, the eye test. And I'm like, I, <laughs> it just gets to a point where you're like, listen, if you're just going to say that, then we're, I don't even know what we're doing here. Um, and I thought it was great to hear Herb Street. I think Herb Street and McElroy have really done a good job of, of feeling what their true opinions are about this and really letting people know um, what they think about the committee and the job the committee's done. And when they keep saying... It's not about who we think should like deserves it or like oh well Florida State's gonna be thirteen no they deserve no if they're not one of the four best teams and you don't believe they're one of the four best teams don't put them in the playoff and it's been a it's been an issue for the nine or ten years that we've done this anyway like you go back to all these different teams that didn't deserve to be in the college football play Michigan State in twenty fifteen. Yeah, I think they had one loss or they were undefeated. And everybody's like, that team's terrible. And they lost like 38 nothing to Alabama. And you're like, right. They don't deserve to be in the playoffs. Um, and, and we're kind of getting to that point where it's like, it's a good thing we're expanding to 12 next year is probably part of it. But it's just an interesting 
it's interesting that they're really pushing hard now for the guys. Seriously, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> All right, <laughs> now, now, Bob, take it easy, Bob. Well, no, I, because I, 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 I mean, I, I, Joe, you could. You know, repeat earlier what you said about I, the I absolutely uh, right. Well. You know that Alabama shouldn't matter because that was in September. I'm not saying it shouldn't matter. Oh, all. Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Oh Lord, let, let. I am, <laughs> I am so. Uh, all right, Bob, I'll tell you because I can tell you anything, Bob. You know that. Here we go. Look, I, I just think that's all I hear from Texas fan. Well, we beat Alabama. We beat Alabama. That should be it. Texas should have been put in the playoff after they beat Alabama because that's all Texas comes up with. We beat Alabama. Nobody ever does that. Well, let's let's start. Hold on. Before we okay. Before anything else, number one, that's the best win in the country this year. Okay. Number two, as as Stark has continued to point out, if it was that easy to beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa, somebody else would do it. And there, Alabama's fifty nine and two in its last sixty one home games. And the only other team to beat them in Tuscaloosa was Joe Burrow and LSU and that dominant 2019 team. Maybe the best to ever play college football. So there's a reason Texas touts that win. But also, Texas is 11-1 and just like everybody else that's in this mess of a one-loss conversation or whatever. And so I think there's like – I think more than anything, the reason Texas fans are having a hard time with the Alabama part of this is that it's almost like everyone's ignoring it more than it is it's an actual part of their resume. And I think that's what I think that's what frustrates a lot of people is that that part of this hasn't really like like I said a minute ago, the committee touting Oregon beating Oregon State and never saying a word about Texas beating Alabama, to me it just doesn't make sense. Now to your point, if you told me you got to pick in the eye test which one of these teams has looked better of late? I'd say Oregon. I'm okay with that. That doesn't bother me. But just to act like there's no debate, to act like the Alabama win didn't even happen, I think is where Texas fans are really frustrated. Well, and in, in Texas lost to Oklahoma. Oklahoma finishes ten and, number ten and two. Yeah, and and, and Oklahoma. Ten, I mean, and I and that's the other part of that is like they're not six and six. Like at least it was a ten and two Oklahoma team. I I know Oregon has the better loss. Washington's twelve and zero. I get it. And the big part of that, too, is Oregon's going to get a chance to avenge its loss, and Texas isn't. And that's, I think that's a big part of it. And that's a problem, I think, for Texas, the fact that they're playing Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game. I think that hurts them more than anything. Yeah, I, I can, and I can see all of that. Like, I think what's going to end up happening, honestly, is we're going to get I, – I don't, I don't know that we've ever even had chaos with this college football playoff committee. And I don't know that we're going to get it on Saturday. I, this could very easily just go Friday night, one of those two teams wins, whichever wins gets in. Uh, Saturday morning, Texas beats Oklahoma State. Uh, Saturday afternoon, Georgia beats Alabama. And Saturday night, Louisville beats Florida State. And it's pretty obvious who's getting in. And we don't. it's like we've spent the last five weeks yelling about all this stuff, and then it's like, oh, yeah, well, it's these four teams. We're good. Well, here, here's what's, what's going here's what's going to really piss you off, Bob. When Alabama beats Georgia and they both get in the playoff, Alabama and I, Georgia. I will, I will say this. I will say this. If that happens, uh, I think Texas fans have every right to absolutely <laughs> lose their mind. Yeah, like, like beyond what's ever happened in this sport before. <laughs> go, go wild and go lose every last bit of your sanity because it would be. I mean, it's, it's. Um, it's not because it's the committee, 
but it's just unfathomable to think that Texas beat Alabama and they have the, you know, they're both 11 and one or 12 and one conference champions or whatever it is. And Texas beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa and you're going to take Alabama over Texas. <laughs> and it's in a lot of ways, it's what happened in 2008 yeah. when Texas beat Oklahoma 45, 35. Uh, and, and, uh, and it came down to quote BCS standings or whatever they had as their measurable. And Oklahoma was ahead of Texas. And you're just like, Guys, they played on a neutral field. Like, this one was even on the road. It's not, not even like it was a home game. And Texas won by double digits, and we're still going to put Alabama in over them. I just – there's just some, there's something so wrong with that, but it'd be so on point for this committee to do something like that that, I, I like I've said, I, have, I won't be surprised by anything that happens Sunday yep. if there is chaos. Bob Ballou from KI Television in Austin uh, joining us here on The Blitz. All right. So as we're throwing spaghetti on the wall, trying to figure out if Texas gets in, if Texas doesn't get in, you know, if Alabama beats Georgia, do two SEC teams get in or do no SEC teams make the playoffs? I see no scenario where the committee would ever say no SEC team gets in. Like, I just don't, I don't think that's even remotely possible. Um, because they're just going to say the SEC is the best conference. They played the hardest schedule. They did all these things. One of those two teams at least has to be in. So I, I don't think, no, I don't think if Alabama beats Georgia, I think one of the two at the very least would get in. You know, it's just going to be interesting because <clears throat> I know you're talking about Florida State and they've lost their quarterback. I get all that. I, I don't see the committee, if Florida State beats Louisville, keeping them out of the playoff. A conference right. champion I'm that's undefeated. Regardless no, I'm, of – I guess Minix could be their quarterback in that scenario, and they'd still be in. Hmm. <laughs> he thinks highly of my quarterbacking abilities, what? doesn't he? carried away. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I do, but I, I'm with you there. And I don't – listen, as much as people are going to say and, – and to that point, if Florida State goes and plays Georgia – they might lose by a hundred, and then they'll be like, "See, see, I told you." But you can't keep them out. You, I mean, I don't. I whatever everybody wants to say about your feelings and your whatever else, like, and I and I get why Herb Street's on that rant. Like, it makes sense to me, but they're not going to do it. They're they're not going to keep thirteen and four to state out. Yeah, um, man, I I, so, I I don't know. I, Boo Corgan, with what he said last night, they're a different <laughs> team without Jordan Travis. I, I just wonder, it's a made-for-TV event, and Florida State without their quarterback. I know it's unfair, it sucks, but they've got no chance in the playoffs with that backup. I, I 100% agree with that, too. I think y'all are using way too much logic here. I don't think this committee understands. Well, we're talking like, about a, a guy named Boo that's in charge. <laughs> Boo. I know, right? <laughs> I know. It's a, uh, yeah, like I said, it's, it's the logic that y'all are using is is a misnomer to the committee. Um, I, I I agree with you. Like, and that's and, and to me, that's what's kind of a lot of this has come down to. Like, I'm on board with a lot of the stuff everybody's saying. It's not that I think it's wrong. I just don't know how. I don't know how we're going to get to a point that a 12 and one conference champion in Texas that their only loss came on a final touchdown drive isn't going to make this playoff. And and I get if it happens, it's going to happen. But it's just hard to fathom with everything that they've done to get here. And, and the other part of this, and I, I know I'm referenced the 2018, the hard part about that is that 2018 was better than the 09 team that played for the national championship. And this is going to be a similar scenario, I think, where everybody's going to look back on this team and be like, that was, that was Sark's you know, second-best team or third-best team or how many 
national championships he goes to, everybody's going to look at this team like it was either the best or second best that he's going to have at Texas. And that'll go for if he's here another 15 years, I think. Because this, team, this team's awesome. Here's what's going to upset me about Texas. If this scenario plays out, and I think it will, because I think Oregon's going to beat Washington, and I think Florida State's going to lose to Louisville. If they put Ohio State in ahead of no. Texas, then, then, then that's going to really irritate me. I, I think the committee has made its point in the past on this that if you're not a conference, if you're a 12 and one conference champion against an 11 and one non-conference champion, you're getting in. And that's kind of one of the things that I put up on Twitter this week was like, don't be surprised if Ohio State's ahead of everybody because they just do this by week. And then once that, once Oregon or Texas or Alabama or whoever it is gets the conference championship point on their resume for the committee to look at, it'll change. And I, I fully, fully believe there's no way Ohio State's making this playoff. Mm. I mean, it would have to be – I'm trying to come up with a, with a way. I mean, if Iowa beats Michigan, and even then, I don't know, because how do you put them in over a team they beat? But if Iowa were to beat Michigan and Louisville were to beat Florida State, and I, I don't know. I, I just don't see, I don't see a path for it. Oklahoma State would have to beat Texas, obviously. Um, well, I mean, I, I, don't see I mean, it's weird because like TCU last year didn't win their conference championship game, but they still made the playoffs. So you don't have to be a conference champion to to make the playoffs. It's weird. You don't have to but win your conference, the un- but you no, can. No, but they had the undefeated regular season, and it was just like Notre Dame when they had the undefeated regular season, then lost to Clemson in the ACC title. Also, I think those years they didn't have another team they could put in. Like they couldn't justify putting in somebody over TCU last year. And I think that's another, you know, when you go back through the years, we haven't had, that's what I mean when I say we haven't had this. There are eight teams right now, and, and I maybe even take Ohio State out and say seven, but there are logistically eight teams that could still make the playoffs, and we haven't had anything like this. We haven't had four undefeateds on the last week. We haven't had, you know, the four one-loss teams right after them. So this is, a, this is a very unique situation, and I think it's why maybe for the first time we're really hearing people's opinions about each team uh, on a national level as to why we think they should or shouldn't make the playoff. You know, I'm I'm just impressed you didn't go all the way down to number nine and try to make an argument for your Missouri Tigers. Um, with with, with uh, the championship games happening this weekend, Bob, and no no team in the uh, playoff uh, format that we currently use has a team from uh, at number seven jumped all the way into the top four for the final rankings. What's your gut feeling about what happens to Texas this weekend? I think Texas beats Oklahoma State, and I think I'm going to go. I, I really do believe I think Louisville is going to beat Florida State, and I think Texas gets in. And I think it'll be Georgia, well, Georgia, Texas in the Sugar Bowl, and it'll be. Uh, I, <laughs> I want to say it's going to be Michigan, Washington, and I just keep wanting to believe in Washington, and I do. I just can't believe the line's nine and a half. Like, that just blows my mind that they're a nine-and-a-half-point underdog. Oregon's the second-best team in the country, Bob. I'm telling you right now. Second-best team in the country. They they will destroy Uh, Washington on Friday night. Okay. Well, either way, (laughs) Michigan-Oregon or Michigan-Washington, whichever one of those two it's going to be. And then I think it'll be Georgia-Texas in the Sugar Bowl. I I really do think Texas is going to get in. I've had that feeling from the the get-go of this season. Um, I I fully believe that, and I I think they're going to get their way in. And I, and I just got to say this. Why does this league keep poking the bear? I, I don't understand <laughs> why these teams just continually, like first it was Iowa State talking about, you know, we're, we'll just shut down Byron Murphy and Tavondre Sweat, they're no big deal, and then they ran for nine yards. And then last week it's the whole Yormark thing with Texas Tech, and they're going crazy. 
and then they give Gundy coach of the year over Steve Sarkeesian. Like it, they lost to South Alabama thirty-three seven and lost to US UCF forty-five three. What are we doing? Well, they're leaving. Like, what are we doing? They're, they're leaving. They're, they're, <laughs> I know. They're leaving. It's amazing. Yes. Well, we'll send Greg Popovich. It's, it's pettiness. We'll send Greg Popovich <laughs> down to Austin and get on the microphone and tell everybody to stop booing. <laughs> I can't go there. We could, we, this is a different conversation if we go there. Oh, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? What, what are, are we doing? doing? What are we doing? We That's were all like, asking that. Like, I feel like every, every conversation I've had this week has been, what are we doing? Well, well, it's going to make this weekend fun, I'll tell you that. What are we doing? It's going to be a blast. I, yeah. I know that much. It's going to be a blast. All right. Um, so is it going to be a dominating we'll three-point win for Texas? You know, it's funny just because of what Mike Gundy's been able to do against Texas. He's won 9 of 13. He's 6-2 and two in his last eight against Texas. Um, but, again, I, I just go back to this this – poking of the bear thing that I think there, there's something different here that like, I, I think they're all going to be like, you know, we've, we've done all this for ourselves all year. And now you give this coach of the year award to Gundy instead of like, let's go get them. Like, let's really go get them. Now, you know, the officiating crew is going to be an interesting point this weekend, especially after Texas threw your mark up on the big board last Friday night. <laughs> and they like, there's some, there's some things that I think you need to watch for this weekend. That's why I think 12 is a lot of points. Um, but I do think I, I will say that I I do think um, I do think Texas wins convincingly. I, I mean, and I and I'm gonna I, I don't I've tried not to really like get after this because I'm I, I maybe I'm just cautiously optimistic, but I really think they're gonna blow them out. I really do, and I, it's just hard to with the run defense that Texas has and with everything that's gone into getting to this point and knowing what's on the line for them. Um, I really do think they're going to blow Oklahoma State out. I agree with that. I think they will too. I really do. And well, Ollie, Gor- Ollie Gordon's great. Ollie Gordon is elite. And Oregon's but... going to be Oregon's going to beat Washington. Louisville will be Florida <laughs> State, and we're going to be looking forward to Texas Georgia Texas, again. Georgia, we're back to, back to New Orleans for another Sugar Bowl of Georgia Texas. Maybe this time Georgia will care. That's all yeah, I heard about. <laughs> Georgia didn't want to be here. They mm-hmm. don't really care. Mm-hmm. They didn't okay, care, well, Bob. Come on. Maybe, yeah, they didn't care. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good stuff, man. Enjoy the weekend, so, Bob. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's uh, my the funny thing we keep talking about is it, it, in the in the instance Texas doesn't make the college football playoff, where do they go? Right. So it's, it'd probably be Fiesta or Peach or Cotton, and all of us are just like, dear God, please not to Cotton, and not because it's not a great bowl. It's not a lot of fun. We've been to AT&T Stadium so many times. Can we go somewhere out of this Right. Place? They've been to the Alamo Bowl 45 straight years. They went to the Houston Bowl before that. Like, can we please get out of the state just for like a week and go enjoy something else? That's awesome. Hey, it's all about Bob Baloo and course. his travel right. plans. I mean, where 100%. do you want to go? To the Pop-Tart Bowl? It's never, it's never ever about me until it comes down to travel for a bowl game. And then I'm like, can we just go somewhere? Absolutely. If anybody knows Bob, you know it's always about Bob. Of course it is. <laughs> well, I learned from Joe. That's I told it. You I learned everything I have from Joe. I so. taught him well. <laughs> Bob Ballou from uh, KI Television in Austin. Always appreciate it, man. Well, always love it, guys. We'll do it again next week. We will. Thanks, Bob. Bob Ballou on the Buyer's Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.